0: Today's New Testament reading is from Revelation, the eighth chapter. When the Lamb opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. Then I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. And another angel came and stood at the altar with a golden censer, And he was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. Then the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and threw it on the earth. And there were peals of thunder, rumblings, flashings of lightning and an earthquake. Now the seven angels, who had the seven trumpets, prepared to blow them. The first angel blew his trumpet, and there followed hail and fire mixed with blood, and these were thrown upon the earth, and a third of the earth was burned up, and a third of the trees was burned up, and all green grass was burned up. The second angel blew his trumpet, The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters became Wormwood, and many people died from the water because it had been made bitter. The fourth angel blew his trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, and a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of their light might be darkened, and a third of the day might be kept from shining, and likewise a third of the night. Then I looked, and I heard an eagle crying with a loud voice as it flew directly overhead, Woe, woe, woe to those who dwell on the earth at the blasts of the other trumpets that the three angels are about to blow. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word we welcome... Pastor Andrew
1: Radcliffe. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. By now in mid-December, here in Nebraska, the regular season of Husker football has come to a close. But if you've ever been to a Big Ten matchup or any NCAA competition, you can't forget the noise, the excitement, and the music. That's right, music. Music. In addition to action on the field is also the noise in the stands, instigated in large part by the musical addition of, for us, the Huskers Marching Band. In fact, the morning of game day, hordes of people gather on campus to hear a pre-game performance. Actually, the entire season itself kicks off with a free presentation and competition by the band in Memorial Stadium. It's well worth it if you're ever in the area. The trumpets and array of instruments serve an important purpose. Without question, the music pumps up the crowd, gets them into the game, and gets everyone in the stands roaring and cheering their team onto victory. At the same time, the victory chants and impressive might of the music serves to intimidate the opponent, almost as if to say, watch out because here we come. Consider for a moment how Revelation, the book in the Bible, is a confusing and often misunderstood book. Now may we not be distracted by the disturbing imagery and perplexing prophecy, because in the midst of all that language is the same text that promises, be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. Or the promise in the last chapter, surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Well, Revelation chapter 8 transitions us from the opening of seals to the blast of the trumpet. And just as one of the reasons for the blast of music at a college competition serves to intimidate and say, watch out, we are coming for you, no matter how confusing Revelation may seem, these trumpets in chapter 8 clearly give us the message of watch out. It's easy for us to take for granted the seriousness of sin. So watch out, lest we become secure in our place in God's family. That in a way that leads us to be uncaring about sin and its consequences. Rather, as Christians, living in our baptism, we are called to still strive to avoid sin and the hurt it causes. Also, watch out, for the world we all live in continues to pour out hurt that we feel and we know each day. Yet... These trumpet blasts blare not only judgment, but deliverance. In the remaining days of this Advent season, as we wait for God in the flesh, Christ born at Christmas, we are reminded of our wait for that last day. Not only the completion of these revelation events, but the promised Messiah they bring. The angels' trumpets remind God's people, that is you and me, that in the Christ of the cross there is deliverance from a world of hurt. There is deliverance from sin. Indeed, Christ will come to bring us, to bring you home. Now, sometimes it seems as if that day will never come. The plagues keep worsening. The trumpets keep blowing. But it's not just life getting worse. Instead, what a reminder of the long-suffering nature of our God, who doesn't want anyone to perish or go through any of these kinds of events without knowing Him, His comfort, His grace. The blast of the trumpets do not only warn, but they call. The warning is a call leading people from sin to a Savior, from fleeing to faith. Each day we are given yet another chance to turn to God's grace in Jesus and to live a new man and a new woman in God's baptismal promises. As we pray, thy kingdom come in the Lord's prayer, we afford the same patient perseverance and faith invitation to others. Not to say, watch out, it's finally going to get you. Rather, listen up. I care for you. And there's still time to be still and to know the God who cares for you and loves you. And as we point them to Jesus, we too are Holy Spirit drawn to the same cross where we see Jesus. And in Jesus we see God's patience, we see His forgiveness, and we hear His trumpet blast continually calling us to His comfort and to His care. In Jesus' name, amen.